You're listening to the Her Soul Podcast, a safe space where we focus on Christian living and mental health. I'm your host, Camille Allison, and my goal is to encourage you in your everyday walk so that you can live in the freedom that Christ promises you. It's the Christian girl talk you need in your life. So grab your journal, favorite pen, a cup of coffee, and let's get into the show. Hey friends, welcome in to another week's episode of Her Soul. I am your host, Camille Allison, and I wanted to just say thank you guys for joining me. If you are new to this community, this space, you've never heard of Her Soul, welcome in, y'all. This is, like I said, a community, a sisterhood of sorts that we really just focus in on Christian living, mental health, and really how to navigate navigate this life's journey through all of the ups and downs. So if this is a community you think you'd like to be a part of, that you could benefit from, and that you can add to, then please consider becoming a regular listener of the show and follow us on all of our social medias. Now, for those of you who are regular listeners, welcome back, you guys. I've been gone for two weeks, but why y'all step on my toes? It's been for good reason. I've been really sick. And no, I didn't have COVID. No, I didn't have the flu. But I was really down and out for the past two weeks. I lost my voice. My kids have been sick. It's been a whole lot of stuff going on. So yeah, we're finally back. My voice is still not 100%, but at least it's not cracking and doing all these crazy things. And I can bring this episode to you guys. This episode specifically, I've had ready to go for probably the last couple of weeks. Like I had ready, but I just couldn't record it because I couldn't speak. Um, But nevertheless, we are here. We're going to get this thing done. Now, as you can see, the title of this week's episode is called Self-Limiting Beliefs. And I wanted to talk about this because this, I think, is one of those things that will get in the way of everybody at some point or another, right? And it was so crazy because yesterday, if you follow the Version Bible app, the first of the day yesterday was, um, I believe, Romans 8.31. And it's that verse which basically says, you know, if God is for you, who can be against you? And I remember thinking like, yeah, because sometimes we are even against ourselves, whether intentionally or unintentionally. A lot of times we don't even know it, but sometimes we get in the way of ourselves, right? And there is this level of protection, you know, between God's plan and our disastrous thoughts, our self-sabotaging ways. But it's something that we need to talk about so that we can know how to stop it. In regards to that same thing, I think it's also important to mention that, you know, yes, if God is for us, then who can be against us? This means, you know, whatever is for us, whatever portion God has blessed us with for this life, nobody can get in the way of it, not even ourselves. Who are we to step in the way of God's plan? We won't throw, we won't, mess God's plan up. But what we will do is we delay ourselves, which ultimately is a form of disobedience. So we are going to talk about it. We're going to get ourselves together. Um, Another thing I wanted to say is that this episode is almost entirely research-based. It's not my own opinion. This isn't coming from me. This is a lot of research went into this episode. So there's that. And if you're interested, you know, just send me a DM and I will send you some more resources that you can look into this further. (laughs) Excuse me. Okay, so self-limiting beliefs. We're going to talk about ourselves um, and look, really kind of have this sort of outer body experience and look at 
ourself in three parts. Okay, so the first part is the conceptualized self. This is the most familiar. This is, okay, I wake up in the morning and, you know, the first thoughts that you start to have about yourself usually come from this state of being in the conceptualized self. It's the most familiar. This is where most of our labels originate. And when I say labels, labels refers to, for example, I'm pretty, I'm smart, I am depressed, I am anxious. You know, it's those things that we think of when we think of ourselves and what makes us who we are, right? These can be harmful. Sometimes they can be beneficial, but they can also be limiting. Labels are things that we have learned in our life through, you know, maybe growing up. These are the things that we were taught and we've carried them with us with us our whole entire lives. These are also things that um, we've learned and that we've picked up along the way through different people and experiences. So they can come from different places, but they ultimately can do the same harmful things to us, right? It's normal for us to categorize ourselves. It's normal for us to look for those defining things that make us who we are. But those labels, those same exact labels that we place on ourselves can also become a trap, right? It provides um, the reasoning for why we do the things that we do. And this can be comforting. We talk about this a lot on the show, you know, how important it is to get to the root of, you know, who we are so that we can be our best selves and so that we can grow in the areas that we need to grow in. But on the flip side, it can also be really suffocating. So it becomes suffocating when you start to over-identify with a certain label. So in the sense, and I'm going to preface this by saying, any examples that I use in regards to, let's say, depression or anxiety or anything like that, this does not trump your official medical diagnosis. If that's something that you've been medically diagnosed with, that is not, I'm not going against your medical diagnosis, but what I am doing is I'm giving you a more freeing way to think about it. Okay, so I say that sometimes our labels can become suffocating and they become suffocating when you start to over-identify with the label, right? So for example, let's say you label yourself as I am depressed. What happens is when you start to over-identify with the label, you then begin to create the story around yourself that says, this is who I am and there's nothing that I can do about it or there's very little that I can do about it, right? So that is where the self-limitations begin, right? Right here in our conceptualized selves, when we take these labels that we've known our whole entire life, make them our core identity, we over-identify with it so much to the point of where we don't see a way out of it. We don't see that there is an alternative or that there's room for growth in a certain area, right? We become bound by that label. Um, when we cling to our stories, this limits our ability. There is a really good book I'm going to recommend that all of you read called Switch on Your Brain by Dr. Caroline Leaf. I think that's her name. Um, and I've talked about this book before. She is a Christian woman, and then she's also a neuroscientist, and she studies this idea or talks about this idea of neuroplasticity. In the same sense, the Bible mentions um in the book of Romans, and I don't, I can't remember specifically where, but being transformed by the renewing of your mind. These are all referring to the same idea that we, our brains can change. 
They can be rewired. Our thought patterns are not finite. We can change them in a healthier way. We are not stuck, is what I'm trying to say. We are not stuck. We are not bound. And it's important for us to recognize that so that we can get out of whatever it is that we feel bound by, whatever belief system we've been taught or have learned that is keeping us stuck in this. Okay, so that is the conceptualized self in a nutshell. The second self that we're going to talk about is self as the experiencer. And these next two versions of self are where we really want to be most of the time. Um, So self as the experiencer says, I am experiencing anxiety, but I am not anxiety. That is not who I am. It says, yes, I'm having these experiences, but they don't have to become my identity. You know, I'm not going to overconsume myself because I've had an anxiety attack and say, oh, now I'm a person who suffers with anxiety and I cannot move out of this. That That's so the key thing here is where your limiting beliefs become something where you just feel like you can't move away from. That's the root of this episode. We're trying to get over the hurdles that have blocked us for so very long. Um, being in this version of self, the experiencer allows you to realize that, no, I'm not my thoughts. I am not my feelings. It is really like an outer body experience where you're able to capture these things, knowing that you're not, again, bound by whatever experience it is that you're having. The third self is self as the observer. And I mean, this is like next level next level type stuff, right? (laughs) I don't know why I'm thinking about um, the movie Inception, if you've ever seen it, where it's like a dream within a dream within a dream within a dream. But this is really taking a step back. It is noticing yourself as the one who is having these experiences, right? So we have gone way beyond being in our conceptualized self and our initial labels that we place on ourselves. We are beyond noticing when we're having certain experiences that could possibly define us, right? We have taken it all the way back to noticing that we are a person having an experience, right? And when you are in this state, which is a really great place to be in because this is where the magic happens. This is where the growth, the change, all of the good things happen, right? You're able to notice yourself as the one having those experiences and then You can ask yourself, is this label helpful to me or is it hurtful to me? And once you decide that, you're able to make the necessary changes to go forward. This being in that self is the observer is a very, very, um, you know, it's a very freeing state. And it's a place that we should all strive to get to. So I wanted to give you guys an example because this was maybe like a couple weeks ago. I know that I had just started to do the research, really just started to compile all my resources together for this episode. And I think it was that next night, actually, I had the worst panic attack I've had in a very, very long, long time. (laughs) And when I say bad, y'all, it was so bad. I mean, boohoo crying on the bathroom floor, hyperventilating, can't get myself together, tons of intrusive thoughts. Tons of catastrophizing. Like, it was really bad. Um, 
there was tears, there was praying, there was just all these things and tons of defeating thoughts. But it was like in an instant, it's like I felt God saying like, Camille, remember the information that you just learned? Remember, you know, what it is that was just showing you? And in that moment, it was like I could take an extra breath. Like a weight had kind of just been taken off of me. And it allowed me to really see what was going on. And I, I transitioned from being in that conceptualized self into self as the experiencer. And I said to myself, like, Camille, this is not you. Like, you're just having this experience. You're having the panic attack. But this is not who you are. This does not have to be the thing that defines you. Right? I was able to recognize all of my intrusive thoughts. I was able to recognize, wow, this is not right. My my thoughts cannot be trusted in this moment, right? I, I saw, okay, I'm having this experience. Now let me step back. Let me take myself out of this. That It was like that extra breath, that extra moment. It was like God just whispered the key ingredient that I needed in that moment. And then before I knew it, the tears had dried up. It was like God had instantly answered my prayers. There was relief. There was a clearer, a clearer picture. Things started to come together um, in a more cohesive way. And I just thought that it was really cool. It was really nice that I was able to, that God was able to bless me with that, to help me realize that this was just the experience. This wasn't the mark of who I was. And now going forward, if I do, like, if I feel myself starting to get anxious, I'm able to say, nope, <laughs> that's not who you are. Or if I'm already in the midst of some anxiety or some anxious situation and I feel like it might start to get out of control, I remember I'm just having an experience. I am a person having an, exp- having an experience, but I am not controlled by this experience. This is not the defining mark of who I am, right? It allows me to choose how to move forward what decision I need to make next so that I can be in a better place. And that's what we want. That's what we want. So once we can get to this place where we are able to identify the experience, not um, not see ourselves as the label, that is where we can start to grow. So in that same sense, one of the resources that I was um, referencing she talked about replacing our self-labels with behavior labels. So this is something you can implement as well. One of the examples she used, she said, okay, so instead of using the self-label of I'm such an idiot or that was dumb of me or whatever, you just say, I messed that up. You, by doing this, are becoming more specific about it and you avoid that all or nothing, that catastrophizing, um, that all or nothing thinking. Right. So instead of saying, I'm so stupid, you just say, I messed that up. So I am stupid is literally you're giving yourself a label, stupid. But when you say, I messed that up, it was, it's a behavior. And we know behaviors, we more easily identify that in our brain as something that can change. So now we're telling ourselves, oh, I just, I messed that up. You know, it was a mistake. You know, next time you can do something better. You can change the circumstances versus where you say, I'm stupid or I'm an idiot. You start to ingrain that in your spirit and that becomes more and more of who you are. And it's more and more of an excuse for the way um, 
for yourself when things don't go necessarily how they should. I want us to really see how labels can defeat us or limit us. And I say this in the sense of how it sort of traps us in a box. You know, if we stay in that box too long, it becomes all that we know. And then we have the hardest time getting out of the box. Another example is being trapped in a glass box. And this is a conversation for a whole entire another episode because we could get into this so deeply. But imagine you're trapped in this glass box. Your box is what you've put yourself in. It's the labels that you've created for yourself, the experiences that you feel defined by, you know, the way that you feel you have been molded. And it the box is glass, so obviously you can see through it. And you see everybody else walking by, everybody else living their life and doing these things. And you wonder, how is it that you can live that same way, have those same experiences, live that same freedom? But you can't figure it out because you've been in this box for so long. That right there is a very scary place to be, where you see everyone else around you living and where there's like a part of you that knows there's something different, something better out there, but you just can't figure out how to attain it because you've been in your own box for so very long. So this is basically like step one, understanding what self-limiting beliefs are so that you can figure out how to change a lot of your thought patterns. Some of us, you know, some of us may be completely overtaken by these labels, these experiences, the things that have been ingrained in us since childhood, we might be so bound by all of this stuff that there is no possible way we can even see a way out of it. And if you're someone who's in this position, I really want to encourage you to seek a medical um, professional, a mental health professional that can help you burst through those barriers, break down those boundaries, and uproot all of those harmful labels that you've been consumed with in your life. So let's talk about, um, I just wanted to talk about a way to kind of, so now we've done the work. We've learned about what it is. We've learned about how we can kind of reframe the way that we think about things. So instead of using self-labels, use behavior labels, like we talked about with the I am stupid versus I made a mistake or I messed up example. I also wanted to say another thing you could try are affirmations. I will link in the show notes the episode that I did on biblical affirmations because there is power in what God has already spoken and ordained over each of our lives. And sometimes we just need that reminder. I don't want to say affirmations in the sense of like positive self-talk because while yes, those can be helpful, I just think that there is so much more power in the truth of what God has already spoken over us. So that's what I want to leave you with. I'm going to leave a link to that episode. And then I'm also going to leave a link to the freebie that went out with that episode. And it was a um, screen, what is it called? A screensaver? It's like the like a picture that you put on your phone that you can, every time you unlock your phone, I actually have mine on my on my phone still. God is my helper. And then Psalms 121 verses 1 through 2, it's an affirmation that is found in the Bible and it's the scripture to go along with it. So God is my helper. God makes me strong. I am forgiven. 
God heals my wounds. My heart and my mind have peace. When I am weak, I am strong. God comforts my anxiety. I trust in God's timing. God will guide me forever. Hallelujah and amen. And if you just choose an affirmation a day, one of those a day that you can sit down and meditate on, meditate on that scripture, let it become ingrained in your being in every piece of who you are. Slowly, those limitations, those labels are going to start to peel away. And then you'll wake up one day and you'll realize how far you've come. You know, growth is a real, real thing. And I think sometimes in our community, we maybe want better, but sometimes we just don't know how to get there, especially when it comes to mental health. A lot of the successes and things that we want to attain in life start with our mental health. So where is your mind? What do you believe you can and cannot do? Where do you think that you sit on the spectrum in this world, right? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about those things and uproot the things that will limit us and keep us from getting to where it is that God has already said that we're going to be. All of our lives are different. We all have our own journeys. We all have our own paths. They all take work. Are you going to put in the work? Are you going to do the things to get yourself where you need to be? Okay? As hard as it may be sometimes, because y'all know this therapy and things like that, none of that stuff is easy. None of that stuff is easy. Growth is not easy. These journeys are not easy. But you got God on your side and you've got resources at your disposal to make the process um, manageable. Okay? Okay, you guys, that is it. I pray you all will have a blessed week. If you learn something, let me know. Get in contact with me. DM me or talk to me um, on the post on the IG, whatever it is. Just let me know what you learned, anything you took away. And if you found it helpful, don't forget to share this with a sister or a friend, whoever, okay? All right, y'all. I will see you guys in the next episode. Have a blessed rest of your week.